and welcome to Ideas Above Our Station with me, Matt Bell, and my good friend Paddy Garrigan. Hello. And today... <laughs> Hello. You've done it again. What the fuck is wrong with you? You keep, like, this is the second time now that you've, you've, you can't say hello properly. Apparently not. <laughs> uh, so this is our, this is a new episode for the new year, because uh, it is now 2015. Wink, because it's not really, but it is. It is if Don't you're... ruin the... Oh, damn it. I'm, 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 what, am I ruining the podcast magic? Is yeah. That... Right, okay. Uh, anyway, well, Happy New Year. Oh, was that to me? Yes, oh, it was to you. Happy New Year. <laughs> and uh, we thought it would be a good excuse to have an have a episode talking about New Year, generally. And I think we could both... I think I'm, I'm going to speak on your behalf here by saying that I think we both fucking hate New Year. I, I'd go further than that and say that not only do we both hate New Year's Eve, a lot of fucking people I know hate New Year's Eve as well. That's true, yeah. New Year's Eve, as a rule, is shit. And I think it's, I mean, well, obviously it's not, obviously it's not shit, but actually I just, it's, it's, it's any time of year or any night where you're forced to have a good time or rather you're forced, the, the common thing that it's meant to be is that you're meant to go out, get drunk with lots of people in a bar and just pay rip off prices for drinks. Well, cause that's the other side of it for me as well is that it's not just because it, it is the kind of the organised fun side of it, but it's also the assumption that you will accept that you're going to spend a lot of money yeah. having just spent money on Christmas. Yes. And I know that's a bit of a northern Mardi kind of whinging <laughs> we like, tight The stingy Yorkshireman. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I think that it seems unfair for the last night of the year, of the most expensive month of the year, yeah. to be spending a shitload of money. And having to get a taxi on at the end of it for yes. an absolute fortune. It's like apparently this year, um, uh, so apparently this this January, there's going to be a huge thing about dry January. Yeah. Dry Dryathlon. Dryathlon, that's it. That's what they call it. And again, it just can, it's, it, it comes down to this idea of forced entertainment and forced, like, you know, non stop, relentless drinking and stuff, which I think is. I for me embodies New Year's. My Eve. God, we're old. I know. Yeah. Sorry. This has this has turned into an episode of grumpy old men. What we should actually do is tell some funny stories from from New Year's gone past. Oh, oh, oh really? Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Well, you can go first. I can well, save my wh- shit up if you right, want. Right. Okay. I think we best do because mine aren't that good. Okay. In, in comparison, um, there was the time. But can I tease you? Yes. Mine involve uh, uh, a stalker. Uh, a very very smelly woman, <laughs> and uh, what's the other one? Let me think of the third one. Oh, oh, and a living room with about eighteen people asleep on it. Okay, that's my okay. So that's uh, right. Thanks for that. Keep so, tuned in, yeah, listeners. Yeah, all right, all right, good. Okay, so we get. To... I might edit that eight minute pause out where I thought <laughs> of the third thing. No, it's fine. I think keep it in. Um, so yeah, we'll. Uh, okay, right. Well, right. My story's not as good. Um, there was the time that I faked my mate having an accident to get out of an awkward evening with a girl. Nice. That Classic. Was in, that was in Edinburgh, but I don't think I did it very well. Um, so, so this was so. So, uh, hasten to say, long before everything okay. Yeah. Uh, long before uh, Sarah, uh, this is when I was at university. That's, sorry, I'm going to address that because that would be really weird for the listeners. Okay. That you've just said everything okay. Yeah. I was just checking we're still recording. All right, good. That's I fine. don't trust the technology. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> uh, long before uh, me and Sarah got together at university, had New Year's in Edinburgh. FYI, Edinburgh New Year is shit, and uh, because. 
it costs, I think it costs a fiver or a tenner for a street party ticket. And basically all that means is that you get access to Princess Street, which is the main, Princess Street, sorry, which is the main high street in Edinburgh. Along with every other person in Edinburgh. <laughs> with a few burger vendors and a few bars that are so knee-deep with people that you can't possibly get served until about 2am if you start queuing at 10. Um, there is a big gig that goes down down in the park, which would be great if you bought tickets six months beforehand which costs 50 quid, so you, you can't go to that. Um, and then all you do is get a view of the fireworks over the castle, which, to be honest with you, if, you'd, if you were on the North Bridge and looking at the castle, you'd have the same view, if not a bit better, because you were nearer the fireworks. <laughs> so it's not that good. Anyway, um, so that around that weekend, I'd met up with a girl who I'd met the summer beforehand in Edinburgh uh, at the Fringe Festival, uh, and we, uh, we got together for an evening... Uh, and um, she wasn't, you know, we were just, right, how can I be, I'm trying to be delicate. Um, she had... What, in case she's listening? No, uh, in terms of, for the general public, because oh. I don't want to put images in their mind that they're not going to be able to get out, to get out of the... Yeah. Or mine, I'd hope. <laughs> um, I got to hers, right, and... Would you was... like a musical background? <laughs> Do you think that's the thing that would be... Well, Marvin Gaye? <laughs> a bit of Barry White. A bit of Barry White, yeah. No, uh, no, cause that, because that, the, that's opposite. Well, okay. Uh, because uh, I got to hers and we, you know, we chatted beforehand. It was all great. Kissed a few times. Da, 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 da. And then I got to hers you for, for an evening. And, <laughs> and she just said... And literally within about five minutes of me being there, offered me a cup of tea and I was drinking that. And then she just went... It's awkward, isn't it? And I went, well... And in my head I went, well, it wasn't until you said that. But now it fucking is. And so we ended up sat watching Shaun of the Dead or something. And, like, nothing was going to happen. Uh, <laughs> obviously. Uh, but she really made... And, and what I don't understand is, like, okay, well, fair enough, if that's the way you feel, fine. Why are we now watching a film together? Because that involves sitting down together for, like, two hours and... So I was up with a friend who we were having a big sort of get-together. Um, and I texted him saying, can you ring me in about 10 minutes' time? And he went, why? And I, and I just went, look, just, just do it, okay? And then if... So then 10 minutes later, this is basically what I did. I went, hello? Hey, Miles, you all right? Oh, what's happened? Oh. Oh. Oh, no. Are you Okay. Oh, shit. Oh. Have you got people with you? You're on your own. <laughs> okay. I better, uh, I better come then. <laughs> um, words to that effect. And it was not good at To be all. fair, I'd better come then. <laughs> it's the best offer you'd got that night. Well, that's true. <laughs> so I ended up... So, so, so I made my haste and my goodbyes and I have never seen her since. <laughs> and I'm pretty... Honestly, never seen her since. Well, yeah. But like... Like, I thought, I, I left there, right? I left there strutting. I'm thinking, I solved that issue really, really well. And it wasn't until maybe a few days later, just thinking back on it, that I'm like, hmm, perhaps I wasn't quite as smooth as I thought I was. Um, so, yeah, there's my, there's my New Year's stories. So, let's have one of yours. Um, of the three, I'm intrigued to hear about the Stalker one first. Okay. So, uh, when I was, I think I was still a student, or it was the first year out of university. Okay. Uh, this is pre me and the better half. 
Yeah. Although there's no um, there's no misadventure. Can we sh- shall we assume that all the stories we tell are going to be pre? We can do, and I'll tell the listeners for why. It's because basically, since the pair of us have been in relationships, we've had very very civilized and pleasant New Year's <laughs> Eve together, playing board games, and eating food. And quite frankly, it's the only fucking way to spend New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Any other option is bullshit. <laughs> anyway, go on. Story number one. We'll begin to explain why. Hosted a house party as you tended to do as students when you didn't care about any of the shit that you owned. Because now the idea of owning a house party, everything will be bubble wrapped. <laughs> like there would be, you can go in the kitchen and that's it. You're not in any of my house. Yeah. Um, is what I think. A house party in your kitchen would be a sight to see as well. It would. I think maybe <laughs> the three, the three of us would just about do it. You, me, and the better half would probably be would probably the party. Um, <coughs> so yes, yeah, so we were hosting this party, and two of my very good friends were there. Uh, one was there with his partner, and it was good, and it was a very nice time. Uh, and he can, I think he wasn't so drunk, that he can corroborate the story and how enjoyable it was. Our other friend, who was there, in the way that Harris Party seemed to do when I was at university, mm-hmm. uh, I think probably for a lot of people, people you don't know arrive at them, because friends invite friends who invite friends. And so you end up with, oh, who are you in my house? And one of these people, ultimately, retrospectively, turned out to be a 17-year-old... 17-year-old. A 17-year-old, 17-year-old. Oh, really? Oh, um, not a 17-year-old, 18-year-old? No, no. no. Funnily enough. No. And over the course of the evening, she became very obsessed with this friend of mine and, and wouldn't leave him alone and was sort of a little bit following him around. The problem was, on this same night, he really fancied another girl. Mm-hmm. It's, I need some, like, markers... Yeah. I can't... It's going to be confusing to explain. Initials. Initials. H is my friend. Yes. <laughs> you knew that was I knew exactly case. who that Brilliant. was, yeah. H and is was my he going friend. after F by any chance? No, he wasn't. Oh, okay. Nice That's... work there. Um, excellent Sherlocking. Thank you. H is my friend. Yeah. We will have... 17. Yeah. That's 17. <laughs> and we will have... Now, this is an in-joke for me and the people at that New Year's Eve party, none of whom listen to this podcast. Brilliant. But I'm going to do it anyway. Fine. We'll call the other girl Daisy. Okay. So, 17, basically following H around all night long. H quite liked that. I feel like I'm on an episode of The Fucking Hills. <laughs> <laughs> I could have gone with a less cap option than The Hills, because I, mean, I could have gone with Made in Chelsea or something. Yeah, yeah, anyway. absolutely. Um, <laughs> why was that my default reality? I had no I idea. No idea. Never watched it. Never? I don't, I don't even know what it's about. Where's it? When it says the hills? It's in Beverly Hills. I, I don't know. Hills. I don't know because I've never seen it. Right, let's not talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good. Let's not talk about your obsession with the hills. <laughs> yeah, so... That's one of the podcast. So H was sort of getting followed around by 17-year-old. Right. 17 all night. He quite liked Daisy. <clears throat> As they got talking over the course of the evening, however, with 17 kind of stood a bit too close to comfort, he realised, in no uncertain terms, that Daisy was a bit fucking mental. And just not... Not the sort of person that, whilst drunk, you want to take a relationship any further with, shall we delicately say. Yes. So he then had to sort of brush off. It, it, no one comes out well of this story, apart from me, who got to enjoy telling it many times again. Uh, he had to sort of brush off Daisy and avoid the 17-year-old stalking him around a rather small house party. As an inside story, at some point in this evening, I ended up in a pink t-shirt with... Uh, silver antlers on playing a keyboard in a very strange band but that is all I can remember that <laughs> ultimately what happened 
He's on the front lawn of this house that I lived in. 17 and Daisy genuinely had a fight, full on, like, full on fight, about which one of them would get H, neither of whom he liked. <laughs> the fight ended when 17's dad arrived at the party in some sort of American high school movie cliche to drag her home and shout a lot of expletives at uh, myself and the other people that lived there about letting someone of this age to a party. He took her home. As she drove away, Daisy, quite out of her mind on a lot of alcohol, stood on top of my car, looked at H and screamed, I fucking won. Wow. Okay. So... And then, what did H do at And then point? in a beautiful moment of serendipity, it was exactly midnight and everyone sang Old Lang Syne. <laughs> I wish. I wish that's how it could end. Um, I've got to be honest, I think he went and hid. Right. And, slept and just locked himself in a room in my house. Wow. Because I think he was genuinely scared for his life. Oh, wow. But it was, it was just... But the thing that was so delighting about this story is that, like, telling it back, it doesn't sort of come across quite as insane as it sounded. Maybe it does, I don't know. It seems... But because it was a really slow burn over, like, six hours... Yes. It was this kind of sl- steady build. Like, we described it, me and my other friend, that it was like being in an episode of Hollyoaks or something because it was this, like, slow... Or, like, a soap. It was like this slow build of you were waiting for yeah. it to kick off. Yeah, yeah. It was fucking brilliant. I just... I, I mean, I mean... You say it like you say it like that, and hearing about that is fantastic. I like, but being there sounds like my idea of hell. I mean, it, yeah, I hate. I'm not a big fan of house parties. Full stop. No, me, well, now me neither. No, I don't know. I don't know why. It's like um, a, a few friends of 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 mine have invited me out, to, have invited me around to house parties and stuff, and I'm just always a bit like, oh, um, all right, and, and maybe I'm just, I maybe. Maybe you are having a bad influence on me because I feel like we, or we rub each other up the wrong way. We both end up being... I have really... never rubbed you. <laughs> not the wrong way. Uh, so we, maybe we're both sort of making each other sort of, not miserable, but making each other sort of our miserly screwed sides are coming out. You know what I mean? It's possible. I don't know. I don't think I've ever liked house parties that much though. No? Particularly, would, I mean, hosting, hosting a house party is the worst thing you can possibly do with your house. Right. Yeah. It's awful. It's an awful, awful thing to do. Right. But... I think going to a house party can be alright, but I never... I don't like people enough to get on with a lot of them. I think that's what it comes down to for me. Okay. Like, I like... No, it's not that. I like the people that I know and like, and it takes a lot of energy out of me to get to know new people. There's this thing about um, introvert versus extrovert. Yes. And the difference being, when you're an extrovert, you take energy from being around people. And when you're an introvert, it costs you energy. To be around other people. Yes. And so by the same token, as an extrovert, when you're by yourself, you're losing energy. And when you're with people, you're building energy. Mm -hmm. Whereas an introvert, when you're with people, it saps you. And so you need time by yourself. And I think that that suggests that I'm an introvert. Because by that token, it definitely... My natural state is not necessarily with people, I would say. It's funny. I think that probably is exacerbated by a house party situation. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, that, I think that's probably the same for me. But at the same time, I like being around people, and I and I actually I often find myself going a bit batshit crazy if I'm on my own. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that's true for anyone. I think absolutely you need to be around people, otherwise you because t- you you must have had that thing where if if you've ever lived alone or if you've ever been in the house by yourself, I've had things where you get to like. 
three, four o'clock in the afternoon, if, you, if you've had a day off or you've not been working or something or it's a weekend and you just had nothing to do, and someone's rung you at three or four o'clock in the afternoon and you realise you haven't spoken out loud that day yes. and you sort of can't speak because you've not spoken... And that's the sort of thing. And I think that that sort of thing, you just go, oh, fucking hell, I probably should get out of this house a bit. Yeah. Like, and that's, that is true. I think that's true. But I just think there's... The pro- I think the problem with a house party is the expectation is on is on the idea that everyone there is as fun as everyone else, yeah. and everyone there is there to do the same thing. Anyone that's a big house party fan assumes that anyone else that's there is enjoying it as much as they are. There's also there's also an element of 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 competitiveness in the house parties as well, which I can't be asked with. Which is there's always I don't know whether you find this there's always someone who's the center of attention. Or there's someone oh, who is yes. yeah. Do you see what Absolutely. I mean? And whether it be a guy or a girl, it does you know it can be both. And and so actually they become the focal point. And in a way, that sort of t- to be able to dominate that it is like it's like a psychological equivalent of dick slapping. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like whoever has the biggest cock is the one that's going to be the centre of attention. And I, and I I just find that I find sometimes a sort of the the um the. The psychology of a group like that, I find a bit off-putting as well. Just because 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 I'm lazy, I just can't be asked with it. Also, it's because like I don't care enough. As long as I'm having a nice time, yes. and the people that I like having a nice time, I don't really mind what else is. But I always get stuck talking to the boring people. Yeah, yeah. As well. That is how we met. That... <laughs> um, okay, uh, I don't know how we do for time, but I would. I, I want to hear one more. St- uh, we're okay. We're good. I want to hear. I want to hear another story. So we had stalker. Uh, uh, what's the one that isn't the the people sleeping on the floor? Uh, smelly girl. Smelly girl. That's it. Smelly girl. The same night as the seventeen year old. Shit. The next, same night. Next next day. Okay. This is the, the full story. <clears throat> one sentence. Okay. H woke up in a bed that smelled very very bad. Oh okay. And there happened to be someone next to him. It was very smelly. Oh. And he. It wasn't Daisy, was it? It wasn't Daisy. It was okay. an unknown third party female. Oh okay. And he, <laughs> no third party he got up and went for a shower and about 35 minutes later came out of the shower. Wow. That's what... I don't, uh, yeah. That's, how, right, I don't, that's right. how long he felt like he needed to be in the oh, shower. Oh, gosh. I don't know. It's funny. This is like a side story. That, that New Year's Eve, when I got really drunk, I was meant to be working the next day. New Year's Day, I was meant to be... This is a really weird thing. I was meant to be... Uh, covering a football match, doing the comment, doing the reporting for a football, a local football match. I was meant to be doing on New Year's Day, and so I got up at six o'clock on New Year's Day. I didn't get up. I went. I left the house at six o'clock on New Year's <laughs> Day, having not slept. Uh, drove half an hour to the football ground to find out the match had been cancelled. To drive back home to go to bed until about four o'clock in the afternoon. Wow, that was an awful day. No, that was one of the worst days I've ever had in my life. Really? Because it sort of felt like, right, I'm up and I've driven to this thing. Yes. At least there's a fucking point. Yes. Oh, wait, there isn't. <laughs> All I've got to do is drive home again. Oh, man. Definitely still drunk. Yeah. Oh, gosh. There you go. But I suppose, the, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of... Uh, having, having said all... Having slagged off New Year and all that, what I do like is the idea of... of getting together. I mean, you, you know, you, I think you said something before about organised fun and not how... That's not enjoyable. Which actually, for me, organised fun in terms of like we're going to do this, then we're going to do this, then we're going to do this. That I quite like that. Yeah. No. It also sets out your staple. You know what the you know you know what you've got ahead of yourself. And that's there's true. Activities. That's true. And yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think that's why I like games so much, like board games and stuff. Yeah. 
I th- well, I think, because I think, because as I said before, like the thing that we've done for New Year's Eve is have a bit of food, have some drinks, play some board games. Yes. That's a really pleasant way to spend an evening. It is. I don't care who says otherwise. Yeah. To be fair, quite frankly, I suppose the thing is, the people might, might say is, yeah, but you, you would do, you'd be doing that regardless whether it's New Year or not. Well, that's true. Do you know what I mean? I suppose, but then I don't mind that. Like, that doesn't bother I me I wouldn't necessarily stay up till midnight. That's true. <laughs> that's true, actually. Yeah, that's very true. Although, to be fair, do you remember, so this is, a, this is sort of a, an in-story, but apologies for that. Um, weirdly, the first time our partners met each other was at New Year. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. It really was. But that was when... They never met each other and we made them spend literally 24 hours together. Well, to be fair, you'd only met her like once before, I think. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but it was purely because we'd gone down to London to go see a load of of Sarah's friends. Oh, careful. Sorry, listeners, I'm just kicking the... That's all right. Uh, We'd gone down to London to go see a load of Sarah's friends, but then... Oh, they, they, her friends sort of all bailed um, in various different orders and things. So we were going to just have, we we're going we're gonna to go do what everyone else did and go to the River Thames and watch the fireworks over the London Eye or whatever. But then I sort of text you and say, just on the off chance, like, please feel free to say no. Would you mind and you, uh, if we came over? And then you, we ended up having an entire evening where these two met for the first time. And we had like that beautiful Mexican food. You are welcome. Cooked. You are welcome. Yeah, that was very much appreciated. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise that'd have been a very very cold night on Thames, and that would have probably ruined our relationship. And I have to say that the better half has done the whole in London for New Year's Eve thing, and I can assure you that from a Londoner's point of view, it's not all that. It's nice to see that both in London and Edinburgh, it's equally shit. I think that's the case. <laughs> you stand outside, you see some fireworks, you get cold. It's you know what it is. It's bonfire night, except it costs more and it takes longer. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And you can't burn anything. No. Which is the, obviously the bonus of the, the bloody thing. fire police. Yeah. Ugh. Or fire police. I think they're just called the fire brigade. Probably. <laughs> As a rule. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I feel like we, I feel, yeah, this has been quite a moany podcast, hasn't yeah, it? About it has, hasn't it? But yeah. I, I'm a little bit ill at the moment, so that's, why, that's, that's my excuse. <laughs> Morning, that I'm allowed to be a bit. Yeah, fair enough. I just like. Well, yours, you Marty. Well, exactly. Yeah, clearly. Um, I don't know. I like saying. I like the whole saying until midnight, seeing in the new year kind of thing. I quite like that. Um, There's definitely something nice about it, and I also like. But I like the idea that that because my parents used to host the whole like because the things that we did for our family were the same things that I did for the first fifteen years of my life. Mm. So Christmas Day would be at my parents. Christmas Day night would be at my grandma's. Boxing Day would be at my, at my auntie's. Some that we go away for Christmas and New Year, and then New Year's Eve, my parents would host like a family do, and the, the family and some friends would come round. And I always really liked it. But then when that stopped happening, and I've had this conversation with many people, it's like what when you have to start kind of working out what your plans are going to be for that sort of thing. Like last year, I don't mind admitting, like some bits of my Christmas period were a bit whatever because I was, I'd been with my the better half for a while, and so I wished I was with her, but we weren't together because we were with our families. And some things didn't happen. So going to my grandma's on Christmas Day night didn't happen because she's older now and granddad's died. And so I felt like it was like Christmas light. So right. I was like kind of, it was like, I'd had however many, 20 years of doing it really well. Yes. And it was kind of like, oh, I, maybe I should have planned more for my Christmas. Yes. And I sort of feel that was the same with New Year's Eve, is that I'm now glad that I've got... So this thing of food and board games and whatever, that's a thing that I enjoy doing, and I'm glad that I've got it. And I will happily do that at New Year's Eve. Yes. And if some people want to come and do it with me, that's fine. <laughs> some nomads like us. Who, absolutely. Some homeless, some homeless people like us who have nothing else to do. We've got a spare room. You're more than welcome. That's true, absolutely. Is that, what, is that an invite to everyone listening as well? Yep. All two, all the three people that are listening. Who can... We've we've got a basement. It's quite warm <laughs> and almost watertight. You're more than welcome to stay. 
Cool. Well, we hope that you've had a wonderful new year uh, <laughs> doing whatever you're doing. Um, yeah, ours was great, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was lovely. Really lovely. Yeah. I hope no one falls out. Yes. Because this podcast going out would seem churlish retrospectively. <laughs> If we've what if we have like a really massive fallout on you? I mean, New Year's what Eve. If, what if one of us has to get picked up by our dads and then I jump upon your car and go, I won? Well, exactly. It's always possible. Yeah, that's true. Okay, well, uh, happy no- New Year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this has been the positive side of it, hasn't it? Absolutely. Uh, uh, the next one, we'll try and be, be a bit more optimistic now. Oh, well, maybe. <laughs> we will. We will. We will. Yeah. We'll, pick a, yeah. we'll pick a very. We'll pick a really good happy subject. Yeah. We'll make it a little bit happy. Next week, AIDS. Yeah, absolutely. Or the Ebola outburst. 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 Sorry. Don't believe that's what it's called. No, it's, it's what would you? Uh, Ebola outbreak. Cra- outbreak. That's it. Thank you. Not an outburst. Did you say crack? Did <laughs> you say crackdown? No. Are you no. Say? I, I was going to say the Ebola crisis. Okay. Yeah. That. That as well. That's yeah. Fine. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway. Good. Well, thank you very much for listening, <laughs> Matt Bell. Thank you very much for being here for our conversation. Thank you to my my. Thank you to God. Thank you to you know. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Fine. Thank you. See you later. Sorry. Brilliant. I was, I was taking the piss out of like Oscar. Yeah. Speeches. I know. Yeah. Okay. Right. Right. Over to you. I just you. didn't really know why. Just sign off. Thank you very much for listening to Adam's Station. We will see you again at some point in the next bit of time. Thought that was awful. (laughs) Bye! (laughs)